0: Welcome to the tap room exclusive. I'm Dean Zarbaugh. I'm here at Working Class Brewery. I'm sitting across from Rick Scains and Carmen Russinello. Russinello, sorry, I don't know why I forgot. I apologize. We literally just went over this, but thank you both uh, for being here. Uh, this is a great brewery. This is my first time here. I appreciate you letting me. Um, I appreciate you letting me be here and and have uh, have the time to to talk on the show. Uh, I just finished the uh, the Tinner's Red Ale fantastic um i'm a huge red ale fan i love reds i love malt right. um what's one of your favorite ingredients to to brew with uh
1: well i mean it, actually i'd like to just comment on, on the tenors red ale because uh, okay. it's also one of my favorites that nice. uh, i fell in love with at uh, uh pizza ports out okay. in, out in uh, san diego okay yeah, so
0: i was like it, yeah it, i it, used to live in la so i knew i'm like i know that name
1: yeah no and so it's, it's it's modeled after a west coast style red yeah so. this is fantastic um
0: uh and w- what was the inspiration to, s- to come here and actually start brewing i know you you were a home brewer for a while you have some experience over you worked at uh, rocky river and, and fatheads is right, that correct right um finally just decided you know what i want to want to branch off on my own what was the kind of evolution to starting working class
1: well i think i think part of it is uh you know, you get to the point where uh, you get tired of solving other people's problems, <laughs> you know. And I had a couple other offers along the way mm-hmm. uh, to getting working class open. But ultimately, it was always like, well, do I really want to step in? And so it was more yeah. about, you know, if you're going to work hard, you might as well work hard for yourself. Right. And I exactly. think Carmen's probably in the same same boat on that, uh, um, that you know.
0: Yeah. You know, That's why I started the show. You know, I can go work for other people or I can do my own thing and, and do it how I want. Absolutely. And, you know, um, that's a great business model, business model, and that's what a lot of the people in the craft beer world, I find, have been is just they want to take it off. They want to just kind of be their own bosses and do their own thing
1: for a little while. And, and Well, it's, it's, it's very laborious, so there's a lot of labor and sweat that goes into it. And so I think you've seen uh, lately a lot of brewers leave tenured positions at big breweries just to have a piece of, of ownership because right. they're the ones putting in – the, oh, absolutely. The, the serious labor that I, goes along with it.
0: I, I've talked on the show before about how I couldn't I, I couldn't do what you do. Like the, I I I have anxiety, I have like all these issues that I don't have patience. And and that's the main thing I found that a lot of people are saying, you need patience
1: to, to do this and that's totally understandable. Well there, there's a lot of things that can go wrong during the day. And yeah. so it's 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 an obstacle course sometimes of trying to solve problems right things so you know equipment has issues yeah there's times where you love technology and there's times where you want to curse it
0: right uh you know and i i applaud you guys that that do this uh i i really couldn't do it um the first beer we wanted i wanted to feature i mean outside of the uh the tinners obviously i just talked about uh is the uh, is the pipe fitters porter uh fantastic porter you guys uh have i'm sipping on this right now uh what was kind of the evolution of this beer uh being made are you a porter fan? boy i tell you i'm a real porter
1: fan and it's uh there's so many different routes to go with a porter Mm -hmm. uh it's finding that combination of of kind of coffee chocolate roastiness you know, finding that balance in the beer. So that that beer was a long evolution of, of trying different things and just getting that balance. Yeah, just, yeah. yeah what
0: what was the kind of challenges with it? Was it like getting that that the malt mix kind of balanced think, out? Or
1: I think sometimes it's it's tricky getting that that sort of coffee note into a beer without actually using coffee. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you know, we have a particular grain that we use. And trying to balance that with the, with the chocolate. Yeah. You know, and, and so you have all these specialty malts out there, but they're very different from malting company to malting company. And so, you know, I'm, I'm pretty religious when it comes to using, you know, Simpsons malts.
0: Nice. <laughs> that, you know, uh, consistency is key in this industry. And, and uh, this is, uh, I'm not always a porter drinker. I like porters. Uh, it's kind of one of those things I have to be in the mood for. Um, this is, this is fantastic. I, I, well,
1: we, we, we have, you know, great lakes in town who, make that's a high nice bar.
0: Food. That's a high bar to set. Yeah. yeah their know. Porter is a, yeah, it's, it is it's fantastic, kind of but this definitely gives it a run for its money. I mean, it's the smoothness with that, with that nice roasted character. That's fantastic. Yeah,
1: we, we had the, uh, well, the head brewer from Great Lakes was in the other night. And I, I, oh, nice. I put it right. Mark? Right, yeah, Mark, Mark Yeah, Hunger, yeah so I, I He's put been it, on the show. <laughs> Very nice dude. I put it right out in front of him. Hey, Mark. Nice. What do you think?
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, really nice guy. Um, and so, you guys, when did you guys open over here? About a year ago or so? A little it's bit a, over a year ago? A year ago, uh, this
1: past, past June.
0: Oh, congratulations. Uh, one year now, and what's kind of been... Kind of finally settling in a little bit. It, you know, that first year seems to always be, you
1: know, a really hard year on everybody. Um, well, it's, it's finding what your flagship beers are. I mean, mm-hmm. you kind of walk into this with what you want them to be. And uh, it's really sales that, that dictate right what Absolutely. they actually are. And the uh, people seem to be liking the porter a lot. Right. It's got
0: everything I want in a porter. And it's not – the thing I always worry is sometimes if it's going to be too heavy or too light of a taste. Right. And this is just – it strikes a nice balance in the middle, and it gives you everything you want uh, in think, a porter and more.
1: I think that's the real trick with that beer is, yeah. is finding that balance of all those um, wonderful flavors.
0: What was it about porters that attracted you to, to that style? Do you like, do you like malt? Do you, is that like a good – do you like that profile? I, I like the roasty.
1: You like the roasty? I, I drink my coffee black. See, this is know. the funny
0: thing. I've talked. I might have talked about this before. I don't drink coffee. I hate coffee. I know. I apologize. I apologize. Oh, That's everybody's not leaving American. Everybody's walking away now. Uh, <laughs> everybody's walking away. I've offended everybody. Oh my goodness. Uh, no. Uh, I, but the only time I can have my coffee is in a beer. Right. And when. and that's kind of it's almost funny that I gravitate towards like the porters and stuff like that when I'm wanting it because I don't like coffee to begin with how hard is it to bring someone like me who doesn't like coffee into that style you know do you tell people
1: beforehand you know that you might get some coffee notes or oh absolutely I I think uh, you just have to convince people to take a sip of it because there's uh, sometimes a stigma against dark beers and a lot yeah. of people and a lot of drinkers minds that, that don't drink craft beer, right? you know? So we've had so many people come in here. They don't drink dark beer, but they love our dark beers, whether it's our chocolate stout or the Porter mm-hmm. or even the smoke Porter. Yeah. You know, for Christ's sake, you know, people try it and they're like, Oh my God, I actually like this. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. And, uh, Carmen was talking a little bit about the, the, the smoke Porter,
0: as well and and so you if this is the the pipefitter's porter is the base for that correct yes and then you add what is, it, is it like a smoked malt i've always wondered how you get the the smokiness into those into those beers because it's not necessarily like a
1: s- flavor i necessarily look for but when i find it it's really good i mean the way the malting companies produce that malt is in the drying process okay they're they're blowing smoke and oxygen through, through the grain bed. Uh, it does, uh, over time, as the smoke malt ages, it does uh, dissipate a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so what we do is we actually smoke some of our own malt as well. Okay. Uh, I mean, I bring in a lot of German smoke malt, but then I, I'll smoke a couple sacks of malt okay. myself just to bump that smokiness up a little bit to make yeah. sure we're going to uh, get what we want in the finished product.
0: Uh, Carmen just put the, uh, the engine house in front of me, which is the smoked, the smoked, the smoke Porter. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, I, 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 I'm about to take a sip. I haven't had one yet. So, uh, so talk a little bit about, uh, this versus the base pipe fitters Porter. Um, well, we just outside of the smoke.
1: Is there anything else that differentiates it or is that basically? No, not, not at all. There's nothing. Yeah, no, it's, uh, you know, it, especially when you're smoking your own malt, uh, determining, you know, what type of wood you want to use and, and knowing good process so you're not getting acrid f- flavors. Yeah. You know. We actually smoke our malt in a dryer. We can really? we-, we converted a clothes dryer in- into a smoker, so how does one do that? <laughs> we took the MacGyver? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Actually I you was Are you just
0: watching reruns? Like what I, is this?
1: I was mentioning it at a beer dinner down at Great Lakes. And the other brewers there at at the end of the dinner, were like, we want to borrow your your dryer. (laughs) Uh, uh, But what we did was pull the uh, heating element out and put it in an offset box. Gotcha. And then so the wood goes in the offset box with the heating element from the dryer. We line the inside with a stainless screen. So we'll we'll just put the malt in in the drum and it, it tumbles it. It's perfect. Wow. And and the smoke gets drawn in like through what was the lint trap. Okay. So the fan sucks it down into the drum.
0: That's a yeah. really cool idea.
1: And then we nice. have we have like a hydrator built into the door so it dampens the husk of the malt so it picks okay. up picks up more of the smoke aroma.
0: Oh wow, that's fantastic.
1: So with the base pipe fitters,
0: if someone wanted to you guys don't have a kitchen here, correct? You, but you invite people to bring food, or you, do you guys? And you guys also we're have actually, like food trucks. We're and
1: stuff? on. We're on. Actually, we're actually on track to to have pizza here. Oh, nice! Very Just cool. a small little pizza kitchen, but yeah. we'll still bring in pop up kitchens.
0: Nice. Uh, the reason I bring that up is if someone wanted to have something to eat with the pipe fitters porter, what would you recommend as a as a nice pairing option um, with that? I would imagine any sort of smoked food we got hatfield's good grubs up the street from us nice. uh good pulled pork sandwiches brisket sandwiches um pizza yeah sausage pepperoni nice any, any sort of meat is gonna go good <clears throat> with with a dark roasty beer would you say the same thing with the the, the of course the of course, nice. of course. Yeah. we're planning on doing a chili cook-off here uh in october yeah you were mentioning that focusing our uh, engine house smoke porter Nice. That has to be the criteria. You have to so use. That's going the, to be a thing in. in have in to the use This will be the second one. We did it last year. We got to do it again. Nice. So these are events that are happening here in October and in November, the cold months. Yeah, that's people, people like to nest when it's cold. So. <laughs> yeah, especially around. Here. Come nest here. Yeah, and, and in October, <laughs> November, who knows what we're going to get around here? Exactly. Um, I, I appreciate you guys being here talking about the uh, the pipe fitters porter and the smoke porter. Um, I appreciate your time we'll uh cut we'll tune in next week uh for another episode on uh working class brewery thank you all right
1: cheers thank you